Hello everyone, welcome back to Plotlines. I'm your host Connor, and I hope all of you enjoyed whether it be Catholic Basics or my interview with Charles Coulomb. I hope to be doing more such episodes in the future, and there will be a another exciting upcoming historical episode hopefully on Friday that I hope you guys will be excited about as well. So, but today I want to review the new trailer that just came out for the season two of The Mandalorian. It's very interesting because it's very interesting, but also very short. It's very interesting because it alludes to the fact that this man, the Mandalorian, the, our main protagonist, is going to be looking for the Jedi, who are newly reestablished at this point, and they are considered mythical peoples, m- mythical uh, sort of. Uh, types of characters instead of you know actual existing soldiers which is very or not soldiers um monkish people or hermits or what's the word um warriors and they call them sorcerers and in in the trailer but it's sort of odd to me in some ways that the jedi have no or very little uh, um, sort of existence on the minds of many people, but I guess theoretically in this galaxy, it's so big that people have very little understanding of the reality that is going on. And since the Jedi have been out of power for maybe it's a couple, maybe a hundred years, but that's, to me, it seems, seems kind of weird that a hundred years later, theoretically, uh, or maybe, it, actually, I don't even think it's a hundred years, because, no, it's not a hundred years, I don't know why I'm thinking of that, it's probably like 25, or 30, 40, something like that, because the, because we saw that the, in the last season, we saw that the Mandalorian was uh, sort of was there during the Clone Wars when he was a child, so it had to be that it hasn't been that long. I but um, I guess the New Republic's pretty new in this situation, uh, and but the uh, so the Jedi must be really new, and it just seems like that the Mandalorian or thing or you know, shows like this are actually going to tell stories that Star Wars fans have actually wanted to be told, but were totally skipped over in just interesting ways. You know, instead of a a Jedi TV series with a young Luke Skywalker or with, I don't know, Mark Hamill aged down or something, which I think would actually be quite interesting. It's just going to be... uh, sort of the outside 
of the Jedi Order sort of depicted, maybe. And it'd be great to visit some, like, some their new temple or whatever. It'd be great to see some actual sort of infrastructure to the Jedi Order, not just the um, sort of the... That's just one Jedi, and that's about it. That, to me, would be kind of boring. But the Mandalorians are always interesting, so whatever. The more Mandalorians and the more more sort of exciting adventures that they can come up with will be fine for me. I think it's a very entertaining show, and I don't think there's a lot of things that bog it da- bog down the sort of excitement and the entertaining parts of it and I uh I like the co the sort of the um what is it the uh sort of rebel trooper former rebel trooper who's sort of in exile uh I can't remember what her name is but she is really interesting and uh I look forward to seeing more of her and her actress is 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 very uh what's the word strong and very uh unwilling to bow to the mob which i think is an impressive uh standard for any actor or actress during these times i think that the mandalorian has great potential i think the right or i think the creators are very good at what they do john favreau and uh the guy behind Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. It's it tends to be very creative and it feels often like a a much higher budgeted sort of animated show, but uh, but live and actually well made, which is really impressive. And the whole Mandalorian series, I think, is an impressive moment in TV history. I guess you could say streaming history, but but very very impressive. And much better, I think, than what Netflix has been able to produce over the time of its existence. I think Netflix is definitely falling apart as their uh, as controversy surrounds them as they, and their stock plummets. And I think Disney uh, Plus is in a very posi- good position with The Mandalorian and other Marvel shows to rise above the problems that Netflix had or has and make incredibly good shows that are actually worth you know worth the time and it's just really interesting that sort of the the way they presented is sort of the reason he's going to look for the Jedi is to deliver baby Yoda to the Jedi because that is sort of his family, I guess, even though I don't really understand where... I mean, I guess it's a clone of Yoda, maybe? I can't remember if it's a clone or what the deal is, but if it's a clone, I guess, arguably, then yes, it would be, but uh, would be the family of the Jedi because Yoda was a Jedi. It's just interesting because... Or... It's interesting that they wouldn't be trying to find the species, and no one seems to know anything about the species. The Yoda species has always been mixed in, uh, you know, the dark, you know, 
who what is this who who where are they from nobody knows and it's always been a question and it's a question i like and i don't really want an answer necessarily so i'm i'm happy to have a you know a different response come from the show than just giving us a flat out answer of something that actually makes things cooler not by not knowing but there's a lot of interesting possibilities the cast's good the writers are good. The directors are good. It's a very well-made show. And the Mandalorians have an interesting code. But anyway, so the reason she, there are, uh, the code of the Mandalorian oblig- is, makes, it oblig- makes the obligation for the Mandalorian to bring Baby Yoda to the Jedi, even though historically they consider the Jedi to be their, their enemies, even though it, much in the Clone Wars and in the... Uh, and in the Star Wars Rebels, they often are um, at least allies of different factions of the of the sort of uh, Mandalorian uh, of Mandalorian factions and clans, but not obviously all of them. They're very divided people, and at this point in Mandalorian history, they're very spread out. And it's it will it will be interesting to meet more clans as well i'd like to see some of the clans that we've already met sort of and sort of their descendants and you know it would just be really impressive to see about that so i don't really know where they're going to go with it it was pretty vague but also pretty interesting there was a shot of maybe a jedi and you know who knows uh it would be really interesting to see uh mark hamill play luke skywalker but just de-aged i don't know if they'd ever do that but it would be pretty interesting and it would make me much happier after the last jedi i still haven't seen rise of skywalker because well it's not really high on my business high on my to-do list and last jedi made it so that i really didn't want to know or didn't really care that much and i was just sort of frustrated with the with with the movie itself so I don't know what I'm going to do with that, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, if I do watch it, I'll obviously review it, even though it's been a while. People might want to know my opinions on it. Uh, but that's all I have for now. Please like, share, and subscribe, and uh, let your friends know, let your family know if, the, if you think they'd like the podcast, and have a great rest of your day as well as a blessed week. Thank you for listening. Have a great one. Bye.